Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. We have a special guest uh, for you on the program today, somebody that is a big time fan favorite, someone who used to be on here weekly. I'm talking about none other than Mr. Bill Barnes, the retired police officer and retired college baseball umpire who used to come on weekly and we haven't talked to in uh, quite some time. Not sure exactly how many months it's been. I think right around uh, the new year, somewhere in there, maybe uh, before the Super Bowl. I think it was. Yeah. So right around uh, Christmas, New Year's, sometime in there. I'll look, I'll look to be uh, specific, but Bill Barnes is back on and him and I were, were chatting recently and uh, I didn't say anything about it. He, he volunteered. He said, you know what? I think it's time for a podcast. So when Bill says that, you know, he is ready to rock and roll. He's probably fed up with something or a few different things. It usually takes a, a, a laundry list, a, a big uh, avalanche of items really that gets Bill's uh, juices uh, flowing, his blood, blow, blood boiling, I guess. So uh, he's on here today to talk about some of the craziness we've seen. It, uh, I'm sure we'll touch on uh, some of the violence around the country, you know, crime pretty much being legal everywhere with the catch and release, gasoline prices, uh, politics, maybe a little sports. I don't know if we'll get to all that, but uh, Bill Barnes is, is, uh, is ready, man. He's, he's, he's turned the engine on and he's ready to rock and roll and come on here. So for those of you who have heard Bill Barnes before, you know, his language can get a little colorful. The content can get a little uh, extreme here. So, uh, you've been warned. This may not be a show for our younger audiences. And uh, even for those older audiences, uh, you know what? You guys hear a lot of uplifting messages and stories and uh, people's journeys here on the Friday episodes. Um, Bill Barnes is uh, one of a kind. He's very, uh, very different. He brings the energy. He brings the aggression. And uh, yeah, a lot of times the content is a little, maybe, I don't know how else to say it, rated R. So you have been warned uh, before the podcast started. I'm warning you now. Um, if you love Bill Barnes, it's going to be more of the same. And if he's not your cup of tea, well, just wait for next week. We'll have someone else on that uh, will definitely be a little more uh, uplifting. Although Bill Barnes, I see there's, here's the thing. Everyone I've talked to uh, on and off the record have said, how much they love Bill Barnes and uh, that he maybe says things that uh, other people can. It says, definitely says some things that most of us will never say, but that's why we love him. So let's not burn any more time here on the introduction. You guys know who's on the pod today. It's Mr. Bill Barnes. If this is your first time listening to Bill, all I can say is uh, good luck. You've been warned, be prepared, but uh, you will definitely be entertained. So it is my privilege to bring back on the Get Home Safe podcast well, at one point, our weekly guest, but uh, he's making his uh, quarterly uh, year of appearance here on the Get Home Safe podcast. Very excited about this to get uh, things going on a Friday. So here we go with Mr. Bill Barnes. Okay, back by popular demand is the one and only 
Mr. Bill Barnes, making his first appearance in the year of our Lord, 2022. Good morning, Bill Barnes. Cheers. How's your coffee this morning? You know, um, that's a story all in itself. My dumb ass, when I went to the store the other day, I thought I was buying uh, Starbucks uh, Pike Place regular or coffee, right? Well, I go downstairs this morning, open the package, it's coffee grounds. <laughs> so I don't have any coffee, so I'm freaking soda pop in the morning out of the red solo cup because that's about the only thing I have. I didn't want to delay this uh, very important broadcast or I'd have gone to uh, Starbucks and got some, but uh, you know, the show must go on. So you're, you're playing. It, you're... I'm running on, on, uh, you know, the, a low octane fuel this morning, but we'll get through it. Which, <laughs> which is about what? $27 a gallon now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> brother decides to, you know, uh, ignore all of our natural resources we have right under the ground, shut off pipelines, and uh, and we're paying some god awful amount of money for for oil, and just because he's he he wants to be green like the rest of the puppets that control him, you know that's why we're paying these outlandish prices. But it's ridiculous. You well, know, I well, hope Bill. I hope all the people that hate Trump. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll be the first to say Donald Trump's an asshole. Okay. He would be a very, very difficult man to work for. He'd be a very, very difficult man to be around. The man is truly uh, not a, 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 a nice person. However, however, we don't have to work for him. We just reap the benefits of his assholeness and his assholeness got us a nice way of living the four years that he was president. Okay. I'll take a mean tweet right now. I'll take him, his, his, his terrible dancing. I'll take all that uh, in a heartbeat and get the prices of, of, of gasoline, of groceries, of everything down. How about houses, Matt? Do you think you and Val are ever gonna be able to afford a house in your lifetime in California? No, Senator. <laughs> I mean, let, I mean, I, I was looking on, on, on Zillow the other day just because I had nothing else to do. There are dumps. There are, are two bedroom, one bath, no yard dumps, absolute dumps. $770,000 in like Fontana, Holton, uh, San Bernardino, $770,000 for basically a, a cardboard shack. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing here? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is uh, everyone feels good. Everyone, you know, there's uh, the crime is down. Racism is down. All these great, all these things that uh, were promised to us, uh, you know, that would be the, the change in 2021. All of those have gone away. COVID is gone. Uh, you know, that was solved uh, overnight, uh, even though they're trying to bring masks back on planes. I guess we've had a lot of people dying on airplanes the past three months and, and we just can't stand or two months, whatever, however long the mandate's been gone. Uh, yeah, Bill, it's been a circus since uh, January of, of 2021. And it is amazing to me how many people continue to vote for ways that hurt them. They, they just, they want to feel better where I feel better that uh, the old president. And I don't like bringing up Trump that often because it's like, he's not the president anymore. 
Biden is. But so many people continue to vote for ways not just will hurt them, but will hurt, hurt poor people. You mentioned me buying a house. I'm never buying a house here in California anyway. And uh, gas prices, who does that hurt? That doesn't hurt, uh, you know, that doesn't hurt the rich elites like like Bill Barnes. That hurts uh, the working man like me, Bill, who who can't afford seven dollars a gallon in gas. Let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> I've had to take out small business loans to drive to work. OK, I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, you know, I mean, I never thought I, I would see the gas prices rise like they have overnight and they still go up. And, you, and these fucking freeways are still jammed, okay? Um, I mean, people, you know, I guess we're just, we're like trained rats in a cage. We're just going to do anything we're told. Hey, you got to pay $22.77 for uh, a gallon of gas now. Oh, okay, you know, come on. When, when, when's it going to end? Well, Bill, we saw it with, with the whole mask thing. You know, I know you're, you're, you hate masks like, like any sane person does, and uh, there are still people clinging to this stuff. Barbara Fer- Ferrer, would you, uh, Skeletor, she, I mean, she couldn't wait two days to when federally there was no more mandate as far as transportation goes and airports and everything. No, our our, our L.A. County, whatever she is, uh, she made sure. No, in L.A. County, transportation, you must wear a mask in an Uber uh, at our airports, at our train stations. I want control of you. I mean, some of these people just will not let things go. And the gas thing, the tack, I mean, we got to slow down here, just focus on one thing at a time, but I mean, masks are off, then they're on. I mean, it's just like, give it up, people. The whole, uh, the whole uh, uh, pandemic, it's over. We're, it's over with. We need to stop this. Okay, uh, COVID now has become, you know, basically, unfortunately, it killed everybody it was going to kill, okay? When it came out, there was a lot of vulnerable people, a lot of people that had uh, issues that uh, were above and beyond what, uh, you know, the flu can, can handle. Those folks, unfortunately, have perished, all right? Uh, there's a few, there's still a few around that could die from it. They could die from the common cold. They could die from the common flu. In my uh, non-medical, humble opinion, I believe that COVID has now become just another um, branch of the flu. And when they say that, you know, it's in its own little special area, well, okay. Um, yeah, people are still getting COVID, but it's like people still get the flu or a cold. It is watered down now to the point where we can live with it. And uh, it's time that we just kind of say, hey, it's here to stay. Um, let's move on. Let's quit giving it all this yeah, it's it's endemic. It's not going to just vanish out of thin air. It it came, you know. Well, we'll talk about where it came from, but you know, it was it was an airborne virus, and uh, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. And if you either had it or you haven't, or it, it's endemic. It's not going to go. It's not going to just vanish. Uh, Bill, how about the censorship we've seen on social media? You've never been censored, have you, Bill? Uh, the censorship, all the things that have been. I shouldn't say all. How many things have been censored? on social media, on the internet, the past, we'll say just one year, uh, that actually are coming out as being true. How many doctors and scientists who didn't, you know, buy into the, the norm, uh, what the propaganda you're supposed to believe they went another way. How many of them were censored? And we, we censored, uh, various opinions 
and a lot of facts in this country the past couple of years. And now people like the New York Times are like, well, actually, maybe, you know, maybe this did hurt kids not going to school. Maybe, you know, maybe masks didn't work. Everyone's trying to be, I, I've ne- they never say sorry, Bill. Nobody says sorry when they're wrong. Oh, no. You say sorry when you're wrong. Oh, no, that is something that, that, that Americans don't do. Um, they Americans. never apologize. <laughs> Okay, Americans don't apologize. Americans that are in leadership roles don't apologize. All right, saying sorry is a, a person of, who's in power will never say they're sorry. You know how many times I got I got royally screwed when I was on the job by a supervisor, by someone in a position above me. When it all when 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 the um, when it all when the dust settled, guess who? Guess who was not wrong? Guess who? may have been a little was there but had but didn't have the uh that didn't that that the but did not have the blame that everybody put on them and once things were investigated guess what guess what either bill or john or tom or fred were not the guilty party did we ever did anybody apologize to us fuck no (laughs) here here here's an example Here's an example, non-COVID related. Uh, you remember when the evil border patrol, they were whipping migrants. They were whipping uh, the Haitian migrants uh, oh, across in the yes. river and, and how race, racist and evil that was and, and how could they do that? Uh, and the president, the, uh, uh, the press secretary, everyone spoke out how evil this is. This must, we will not stand for this. They removed uh, the patrol agents on horseback. Uh, it, came, it came out later after an investigation, of course, that, those weren't they weren't whipping guys. Those were those those weren't even whipping. It was a dip, it was the the angle of the shot. Has there been an apology from Joe Biden for ruining uh, those border patrol agents' lives? For has there been uh, 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 an apology from Jen Psaki for the rusted judgment? No. You, you ask her now, and it's like, well, there's an investigation going on. We can't comment on it. No. Those guys took you to court. Someone paid them a lot of money to keep quiet, and that's the closest thing to an apology we see from our political leaders now. It's like. Under, brush it under the rug with some money. Well, and, 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 and you know, and, and, and Biden, you know, six months ago, however long it was, you know, totally calls those guys, calls them, you know, barbaric and, and, and evil. And then after this, this last, you know, unfortunate shooting down there in Texas, it was Border Patrol agents who uh, went in and did what they could after the locals totally fucked it up. Um, and now Biden's singing their praise. Well, you know what, Joe, you can't have it both ways. You know, yeah. you are a two-faced hypocrite. You are a two-faced hypocrite. And, and I wish people would just realize that. And, you know, politicians are two-faced, all, every, every one of them, whether you're Republican, Democrat, oh, yeah. you're gonna talk out of both sides of your mouth. But with Biden, it's it's completely knee jerk reaction, and he doesn't think things through. Um, I mean, because he can't think, and he's a complete puppet for the progressive left, especially with with the things that he's doing with uh, with fuel, with uh, energy. You know, everybody's jumping on this green, green, green thing. Well, you know, the last time I checked, there's nobody on this planet that control that can control the climate it's gonna it has its mind of its own we cannot control what the weather does we have to just live with it 
And if we're in the middle of a drought, we're in the middle of a drought. It'll rain someday. Relax. But there's always, that's the, my issue with, with, the, the left is there's always there's always got to be a cause we've this this we've had an existential threat to the country the country's only going to last for 12 years they've been saying that for like 50 years now uh you know if, if we just had less people driving uh, meanwhile we got private jets going everywhere it's just everything is so backwards uh poor people can't afford electric cars uh gas costs more than uh, than a meal does uh one gallon uh, you know it's like by by raising the cost of something, as you noted, there's still people on the highways. Raising the cost of something is not going to make people drive less. It, just because you want something to be used less of, which they do, they don't want people to have their own cars. Uh, they only want it's similar to the whole gun issue. They want I can have a car, you can't have a car. I can have a gun, you can't have a gun. That is the whole government, big government mindset with everything. We can have electricity, but you, you can only run your AC at uh, 80 degrees or whatever. So um, we're, we're all over the place, Bill. Uh, I, I do want to tackle more of the gas issues and other things, but I would, uh, I think we do need to touch first on um, the, the awful violence we saw in, in Uvalde, Texas, other, other states as well, but that one, unfortunately, was the big one. Can you comment from a law enforcement perspective we know the d19 kids you know two teachers but from a law enforcement standpoint what they did wrong what they did right can you comment on that whole thing there i can give you some some examples of of what could have happened i mean obviously it's a small town very small town i think everybody knows everybody probably um the police department from what i understand is it coexists with the police department that is of the school district okay They're, they kind of work hand in hand and from what i understand the police chief is also the police chief of the school district police and he just got elected to be a city councilman with that said um you know we were trained that even back you know after columbine 1999 we were trained that we no longer respond, wait, and try to you know, get people to climb out windows. You're trained that when you respond to an active shooter situation, that, and what I mean by active shooter is that there's shots still being fired, okay? Whether he's fired, whether they're inside firing them into the roof or they're shooting people or, or whatever the case may be. If rounds, if, if rounds are going off, if, once you have two, three people there, you form what's a di what, what's called a diamond. You put your backs to each other. You form a diamond shape. You go in. You go into where the shooting is. You pay no attention to the wounded. You pay no, no attention to the people that are trying to grab at your leg to get help. You have one, you have one job and one job only, and that is to go in and. Uh, I, I can say fancy words: neutralize, put down. You go in there to kill the active shooter. You go in there to kill the active shooter. And then, and only then, can you bring other people in to start helping the victims. That was done very well in the San Bernardino uh, incident. I think the first officer on scene there was a lieutenant with San Bernardino PD. I think he had a, he had a sheriff's deputy with him and somebody else. They did exactly that. They went in. Now, obviously, that shooter had already had had already left, but 
they didn't wait. In this particular instance, from what I understand, I mean, things change every day, but you had officers there within a couple of minutes. However, somewhere in this whole fracas, you had a commander saying, treat this as a barricaded suspect. You also had children calling in on cell phones saying that the shooting is still happening. There are kids around me that are dead and the suspect's still shooting and please help. Well, you've already lost the game right there. If question, if you, question for you, uh, just for clarity, the difference between an active shooter and, and what they what they deem as uh, this is a barricaded shooter. What is the difference and what is kind of a, a different in tactical approach to those two scenarios? Um, an active shooter is shots are still being fired. You've got witnesses or slash victims on the phone saying this guy is still shooting. I am I am myself and other people are in, in jeopardy of being killed. Get in here. That is an active shooter. Okay. A barricaded suspect is someone who has perhaps done the shooting, moved to another location where there are no longer uh, victims. Let's say, for example, he eliminated the, that entire classroom and then moved to another classroom that was empty and now he's barricaded in there by himself. That is a barricaded suspect. Someone who is in a room shooting with people still alive or possibly uh, alive but unconscious, you have to go in. That is a that is an active shooter. Um, that was the, those protocols were not followed. Okay, the timelines on those things are horrific in showing that there was there was complete and utter disregard for uh, saving lives. But but don't you to treat it as a barricaded situation? Don't you have to have almost a hundred percent knowledge that there's nobody else in there? in in the room with the with that guy uh don't you uh, a hostage or you know what whatever correct you've got to you've got to have it well okay our suspects move from a to b he's in a position now where uh no other no other human beings are around him okay he's barricaded himself in uh they have that in riverside back around halloween of 2000 i want to say 19 or 18 you had a you had a suspect go in uh, to a to a um, a school in Riverside, and uh, I can't remember. I think he fired some shots. I don't think anybody was shot, but he took a um, he took a, a a teacher hostage for a little while, I think, and let her go. But there was no shooting going on at that time, so that they kind of treated that as a barricade. However, they actually they did go in and kill him. So um, I, I'm not sure this, the act, there's a difference between um, the Uvalde situation and this thing in Riverside, but it was at a school and um, it, it, was not, it was not treated as an active shooter, I don't believe. The circumstances were somewhat different. But again, in Uvalde, absolute active shooter, um, you know, the, the, the timeline shows that it was handled improperly. Now I can I can tell you this from hundred percent certainty because I've been there many times. You have command staff personnel in police departments. I don't care if it's Riverside Police, Uvalde Police, Los Angeles Police, Houston, any any city in the nation at any size level. You've got command staff personnel that have no business 
uh, baking cookies in a kitchen, let alone commanding uh, police at, a, at, a, at a, uh, a crime scene. Okay, you've got people that just that are 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 not wired to make those kind of decisions. They freeze. They 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 for whatever reason they're not good in that particular situation. They're very very good at bean counting at at, at putting <clears throat> at, at uh, oh, counting boxes and, and and all that good stuff counting carbon paper and making sure that the um, that the officers are fully staffed with uh, paper and pencils but you don't sometimes these these cops don't belong out on the street and it was that the situation in, in Uvalde I don't know obviously the the commander fro did not make the right decision um believe me I'll give you a funny I'll give you a funny true story um back in I think it was 1987. So we're going back, what, about uh, 35 years. Um, I was working um, the overnight graveyard shift in Riverside, California, uh, myself and about 10 other cops. And we have one sergeant on, and it was about three o'clock in the morning and he went home sick. Well, we had no, we, we didn't have a start. We didn't have a so-called supervisor on duty. Uh, the Lieutenant, they go home at two, so we had to, there was going to be no supervisor until 7 a.m. Supposedly they were calling one in to come in early. I don't know if that was the case or not. So what happens quite co coincidentally is there's a, a Roar Industries in Riverside. It's an air, aircraft manufacturing plant, union, you know, Teamsters. They decided at 4 a.m. And we knew this was coming. You know, our, our intelligence people knew that they were going to strike. Well, it's a Sunday night, Monday morning. Lo and behold, 4 a.m., they have a wild wildcat strike, okay? So they had already arranged for um, the uh, replacement workers to come in. Well, you have a strike, and now you have replacement workers trying to get in, and now you've only got 10 cops in the whole city, and we're there trying to play peacemakers and allow, try to make it to where these, these uh, scabs, as they call them, could cross the picket line and, and get in. Well, it didn't go over very well. We, got, we started getting rocks and bottles and burning pieces of wood and everything that you could throw was being thrown at us. And the, <laughs> the um, senior officer there that day, I, I was the number two, okay? The guy ahead of me was a two-striper who was in charge until we got adult supervision there. He, um, he decided, hey, let's not put our helmets on because that's going to invite him even more throw more shit at us and i said bob what are you talking about man we got to put our helmets on man this is crazy we got to be as you know geared up as we can we're completely outmatched as it is he goes oh no no let's try it so we tried it for about 30 seconds and we started getting rock bottles burning pieces of wood you know human feet everything you can imagine was being thrown at us and um this other guy got on the radio and he said, Hey, we put our helmets on now. So, my, and we did finally, and we finally got enough help there. We called for a, uh, what's called a mutual aid. We got the sheriff, Corona police. We got enough people there to kind of hold it down for a while. The strike went two or three days, but those first couple hours were pretty tense. And I remember I got my foot ran over by a car as I'm, we're holding a skirmish line and this car comes in, comes driving in with a bunch of uh, scabs. And we didn't have that big of a space for them to come in. And lo and behold, the, the guy, the, the right front tire runs over my foot. And, um, you know, I, I 
really didn't feel really well, and I was kind of pissed off. But, you know, that's just the way it goes. So anyway, we all lived to see the next day, and here we are 35 years later, and I'm telling the story that nobody gives a shit about. But anyway, it was, it was kind of, it's just an example of just because you have so-called leaders there, they don't make the right decisions sometimes. Some people are just not cut out to, you know, be a yard dog. They belong in the house. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah. In, yeah, in this particular I, situation, I, I, I question the, the uh, and everybody does, it's just, you know, it's black and white. You go in. Well, the, their kids are, they're making 911 calls from the classroom while they are deeming this situation a barricade, a barricade situation, kids are is records of kids calling during that seventy five minutes of saying no, we're in the room with this guy, please help us. Hey, what? I am really surprised that those officers just didn't disobey orders, and in this case, it was it would have been the absolute proper decision to, to disobey and just go in. And what's funny is. You didn't have to kick the door in. You didn't have to breach it. You didn't have to blow it up, flashbang it. You had a janitor, or I'm sorry, a custodian, the whole time that had a fucking key to the door. Oh. You could have, you could have, you could have put a stop to this 45 to an hour, 60 minutes earlier than, than it happened. If you had a good plan, someone there that took charge. I don't believe that the that that commander was even at the location. There's there's sketchy reports out whether he was or wasn't i don't think he was to be honest with you i think the communication the whole plan the whole uh execution of this thing was completely horrific because for this for the in, in a in a matter of what three days it happened on a tuesday and then friday morning you had the the um, guy out there the uh, top dog from uh the state police out there just totally throwing that chief under the bus like that, it had to be just absolutely uh, obvious that they screwed up. When something this egregious happens, um, what 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 ends up happening in the aftermath? Is someone getting fired, demoted? Is it? I mean, it can't just be a slap on the wrist. What what in your experience uh, would be the end result of such a tragedy taking place and, and for there to be nothing done really. Well, I don't know, to be honest with you, because I've experienced situations where allegedly too much force was used and there was lawsuits without a lot of money in this particular situation, you didn't do anything at all. Oh, we lost Bill Barnes. We'll bring him back, I promise. Well, the aftermath of this would be up to the state of Texas to decertify that, that police department, to basically you know, put them out of business, put a uh, um, federal dec decree of some type on them. That would be from the feds, from the Department of Justice, the FBI. Something will happen. Something will happen to that department, whether they completely dissolve um, remains to be seen. Something will happen. Um, as far as monetary uh, penalties, I have no idea. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of lawsuits that have 
risen from people who went went uh, used too much force. Mm. I haven't necessarily seen any that didn't do anything that didn't use force at all. So that again, that's going to be up to the courts. Uh, Texas is their own country down there. They kind of do things Texas style. So it remains to see how they're that. Yeah, for sure. We're having a little audio uh, issues with uh, Bill's connection, but we'll we'll play through it. It's just a little rain. We'll we'll fight our way through it. Uh, Bill, what about your career? Was there ever a situation that that you can speak of? I mean, you're retired now. Was there ever a situation or two where you were given uh, orders that you just did not believe in, and you felt like you needed to do the right thing? And then on on the on the flip side of that, were there repercussions for you doing the right thing? Wow. Um, I'd have to think back. Um, yeah, I, I think, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, one time we were in a, a pursuit, uh, late at night, we were leaving the city and we had a supervisor that said he only wanted two cars going. I was kind of like, I was, we were in between, we we're kind of playing, we we're kind of, you know, playing tag with this guy because he was all over the place and we were kind of playing uh we were kind of tag teaming this guy as we chased him um one guy'd lose him the other guy'd pick him up and so there was three of us you know playing playing with this guy uh, on the uh, south end of town so we got onto the 15 freeway and there was three of us chasing the guy out to elsinore and i was the third guy in the line and he told me to uh, back off and 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 uh let just let the other two go well i said I pretended like I didn't hear him and I kept going. And, and as it turned out, we needed all three of us because they crashed in Elsinore and people, people scattered and we ended up catching them all. So we needed all the people we could get. So um, when he came up to me, he goes, Hey man, he goes, I told you to back off. And, and uh, the turn report is 1022, which means take no further action, you know, get out of it. And I said, well, I didn't hear you. You know, a lot of radio traffic. So he just, he just kind of, rolled his eyes and went with it. And then I think I did that on another one that went to Chino one time. And, um, you know, there was like, I mean, there were like seven of us in that one. And we ended up on a golf course on July 4th and golfers were dodging us. And, and it was like, you know, complete Keystone cop thing. And, um, but the Sergeant on that one, Sam Demeco, you know, God bless his soul. He just died about a year ago of COVID great man good guy he he um he goes you know bill i was just kind of you know following protocol on that because i fully expected you would just uh just uh you know completely um uh, dishonor my request and i'm good with that because we needed all the people we could get so um don't worry about a thing i'll take care of it so good old sam he took care of us and uh you know that was that was a fun little deal that there we i think bottomed out two cars and got one stuck in a sand trap and it was quite a fun little deal Wow, just just playing cops and robbers, huh? Just well, it's back to you know have fun out there and and you know take care of business. <laughs> Finish the old car chase at the nineteenth hole sounds like a good time. <laughs> oh, that is funny, Bill. Um, we were chasing, and he 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 was like, you know, guys were throwing golf clubs at him, and it was, it was kind of funny. <laughs> I oh, that is great. Oh, that is great. Uh, Bill, how's, how's work been, man? Still, uh, still on the road a lot and, uh, you know, working hard or hardly working. How's, how's life been the past few months? 
Well, just the same old stuff. Yeah, I mean, just putting a lot of time on the road, um, making sure that uh, product gets safe from one place to another. I did a couple of uh, uh, photo shoots, working uh, guarding expensive jewelry at a photo shoot in Beverly Hills. I got to meet uh, Vera Wang. Really? I got uh, Bo Derek. Yeah. Bo Derek, that was that's your generation. That had to be a thrill. You know what I? I, I asked her where her uh, dreadlocks were and she gave me a, no, I didn't get to her. Anyway, um, I remember, you know, I watched that movie 10 that came out, God, what, 40 some years ago. And to those of you out there that are younger, that don't, that can't, that don't appreciate a very, very good looking woman's body, very well put together, I uh, would, would beg of you to uh, dial up the movie 10 and take a, a gander at that. Uh, Bo Derek was just still is really. I mean, when I, I saw her, I recognized her, and uh, you know, our eyes met, and then you know, and, and that was it. it. It went no further, obviously, because she looked at me, and you know, obviously, you know, she's got bigger, better things to do. But um, I, I recognized her. A lot of people there didn't know who she was. So I, I sure as hell did. And then the funny story about Vera Wang is, um, I see this older Chinese. Asian woman dragging a bag up, up this big driveway. And I didn't know who she was at first. And I said, you know, ma'am, can I help you with that? She goes, oh yes, thank you. And I, you know, she had a roller bag with some stuff in it, I guess. I think it was women's bathing suits or something. I don't know what it was. So I'm dragging her bag up and, and I take it to this table and there's a name tag that says Miss Wang. And I go, oh girl, wow, shit. And I put it up there for her and, you know, she wanted to tip me, but of course we're not allowed to take, you know, tips being on the job like that and I said oh that's okay thank you very much I you know I uh I told her I said I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on your product which I haven't I just wanted to you know make her feel good <laughs> Bill, I mean Bill if, charm. if Vera Wang stuff is sold at Ross Dress for Less or uh or uh um Marshall's I guess I bought it but I doubt it is <laughs> and I'm certainly not wearing somebody else obviously well, uh, yeah. Hey, you know, the, the lovely Miss Donna, I think she could use some uh, Vera Wang, Vera Wang products here uh, very soon, Bill. I mean, hey, come on now. She has an obsession. She has a complete, utter obsession and habit. She must own stock in, in Ulta and Sephora because she is in the places day in, day out. <laughs> hey. Unbelievable. How many times she goes? Why did you take something back? I said that means you bought something. <laughs> yeah. No bullshit. It did, you didn't find it on the street and decide you're just going to go in and redeem it. No, you've been in there before then and bought it. And now you're taking it back. I mean, it is completely insane the amount of time that she spends in those two places, Sephora and Ulta. I can tell you. Every aisle, what's in every aisle, what's the, what the cash registers look like, it is, it is insane. Wow. The woman mind when she goes in there. <laughs> well, well, it's like you in thrift stores, Bill, buying $4.99 t-shirts. I mean, you know, you, you just keep coming back and, and buying stuff. I mean, for, that, is, that is her Sephora, is you and, and thrift store t-shirts. Well, yeah, but stuff in Sephora and Ulta don't cost $4.99. Okay. I mean, there's, there's a, there's, there's, there's a big price difference there. I, I bet they do. It's just different decimal points, you know, yeah. over a few. 
<laughs> over a few places. Bill, speaking of Bo Derek, who was the first? Maybe there's a couple. A uh, uh, young man, young Bill Barnes. I don't know, 12, 13 years old. Who was the first uh, young lady, we'll say, that caught your attention? Uh, you know, we, we all grow up kind of disliking girls when we're adolescents and then we become teenagers. Like, wait, women are actually, they're, they're pretty attractive. Who was the first uh, attractive young lady you remember back when you were a, uh, a young man? Well, that's a great question. Um, well, we all have those... Uh those uh, um, Farrah Fawcett posters, you know, hanging on our wall. Uh, I was probably what, uh, shit, 16, 17. Um, before that, you know, um, probably like Raquel Welch in, um, in, that, in that movie about uh, the prehistoric times. I can't remember the name of it, but that was pretty good. She was always, you know, pretty decent to look at. She was uh, on the poster in, uh, in uh, the Shawshank Redemption, right? Raquel Welch? I'm pretty sure. She was on the the poster that he hid the the, the area he tunneled out of. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Rock, oh, I yeah. know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, now, I will say this. I will say this. That, um, and this woman, she's a year older than I am. Okay. Um, there's a uh, particular singer from the Bangles. Remember the Bangles? Walk Like an Egyptian? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, the lead singer from that group, Susanna Hoffs. Okay, when I was a when I was you know in my early twenties, she was probably in her early. I had a such if if um, I, I could have easily stalked her. I could have been a stalker, Susanna Hoffs. Okay, I could have stalked her. Okay, but I thank God. I, still to this day, to this day, she is beautiful. She's a year old. She's 63, 64, but she could pass for, you know, in her 30s or 40s. If, if Donna, bless her heart, if she gave me a mulligan, Susanna Hoffs would, would I'd cash in on her. I'm, I'm looking right now, Susanna Hoffs. Yeah, you're, you're not lying. You're not lying. No. Uh, she, she looks young to this day. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Looks a lot, I would, a lot I would, younger than you. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. Shit, Catherine Hepburn looks younger than I do. For God's sake, <laughs> dead, isn't she? Oh my goodness, Susanna Haas. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah rocking the guitar. Like, yeah, the okay. Bengals next. Yeah, yeah. Now someone's gonna play this, and she, somehow, you know, she's gonna see this, and she's gonna say, "Oh, that guy. I did have a stalker back in the '80s. That's the guy, you know." And I'm probably next time you see him, probably gonna be in jail or something. I did not stalk you. I did not. I, I did not. But I could have easily, but I didn't. <laughs> the things we've the things don't, we could don't, don't tell me where you go out to dinner at because i might show up there i'm just saying <laughs> what a man's got to eat that's all you just at a restaurant that's it oh that's the, the, the things we we could have done uh right uh, <laughs> the things that anyway whole nother subject uh bill speaking of age uh man i just i don't know if you can see it on camera because it's grown out a little bit the past day or so i'm all in man I, i'm i've decided much younger than you to go full bill bill barnes I've been shaving the head the past week. I feel good about it. I feel good about my decision. Uh, it makes me look a lot more like you now. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm full on razor, bald head. I'm done. I'm I'm all in. Wise decision. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> you know it, it it it'll save you about you know 
let's see, twice a month, 15, 30, 30 times 12. Uh, it'll save you about, I guess, you know, $300 a year getting a haircut. Yeah. I was buzzing it anyway. And it was just like, it was too much loose hair everywhere. And I'm just like, you know what? Why are we fighting this? I got, I got the power alleys here. It was going deep up the, you know, left or right center. It was just time. So I uh, right. made the decision and uh, I waited a lot longer than you did, Bill. You fought it for so many years. You gave us the, uh, the, yeah, perm. I, I, oh man. I went all over, I was all over the place, man. My, I mean, I, shit, I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, once, once, once I, I started, you know, losing it, I should have just done it right then and there. But uh, I, I experimented back in 2016 going uh, with, with a shaved look and, um, you know, came back. And then I, you know, and then it's been two years now since I've uh, vacated it. So it's been, it's been a great decision. Absolutely. Better than the, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's like what we learned in football officiating. When a game is screaming to be over, let it end. Just let it end, right? I mean, don't trouble trouble trying to trying to fix it. The game is uh, over. Well, uh, Bill, while we got here, you hear any um, any sports uh, topics or, or or subjects come to mind? It looks like we lost you for a second, but I'm sure you'll be back. Um, let me see, Bill's iPhone. He's gone dark, ladies and gentlemen. Must have been the uh, the hair comment. Let's pause for a second just to make sure Bill's here. All right, Bill, we lost you there for a second. Uh, must have been the investigators with that whole, uh, you know, stalking uh, claim yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, the FBI called and they said, hey, we had, uh, you're the guy we were looking for on that 1986 Susanna Hoff's uh, stalking case. Wow. I said, Guilty as charged, Your Honor. Can we move on? You know? If only the FBI acted that quickly in all their investigations. That's, uh, that's impressive incredible isn't it now you just you just needed more uh more coke more red solo cup uh coke huh yeah, what, a, what a way to start your morning <laughs> hey i got i got news for here here you go. i'm gonna help you out bill uh this is a great way to not only uh support uh law enforcement and uh military but it brings the coffee right to your door you don't have to go shopping for it and and, and buy the wrong one black black rifle coffee man subscribe you just do it one time. You'll never have to think about coffee again. Done. Yeah, beautiful. And you support, uh, supports all law enforcement and stuff. Okay. Uh, Bill, question for you. It's been a while, uh, of course. Um, any sports questions or, or, or topics that come to mind? I don't know if you know this. The Rams won the Super Bowl back in February. That was a real thrill. Uh, but uh, any sports topics on your mind? No, no, um, <laughs> no. I think Tommy Pham is an idiot. What in, what is that? He's an absolute he, idiot. He's he's a guy that's untethered. He really is. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't stuck with one team long enough because they get tired of his bullshit and they trade him. And then before in batting practice, he walks up and 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 bitch slaps um, Jock Peterson because of a uh, fantasy football dispute. I mean, yeah. come on, man! D didn't you learn when you were in the strip club in San Diego and stabbed that? you know, that you, you need to kind of just, uh, you know, scale it back a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was just like, man, masculine. That's, that's what passes for like masculinity, tough guy. Now there, there's a couple things I want to say, Bill, uh, about, you know what, I, if we fix these two things, I, I think it would be a good start society in our society. First of all, any man that slaps, 
uh, man card violation, big time. If, if you're, if you're a man enough to assault someone, use your fist for God's sakes. Like I'm not, I'm not condoning violence or maybe I am, but don't slap somebody. And second, we got to get back to normal handshakes, just a straight up, nice, firm grip handshake. It's not a contest. It's just a handshake, but all this other stuff, we, like I see grown men, like do And I hug my buddies too, but can we just get back to some good old handshakes and fist fights? Well, I like the fist bumps, to be honest with you. I really, I'll fit. I, I'm good with that now. You know, um, let me tell you fist something. Bump, yeah. the, the pandemic lockdown, off and on again, lockdowns have done more damage to the United States of America, their mental psychic, their, their, the, the, um, the people have been caged up like animals and now they're coming out going nuts. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was evident on airplanes. It's been evident now on the, on, the, on the streets, you know, random violence. You can't keep a person um, confined for that period of time and then expect them to come out and be normal. No, no. And, and we're, you know where we're seeing it the most, Bill, is, is the, uh, the youth, adolescents, teenagers. You think teenagers who are going through this, you know, emotional, physical growth, uh, during their, their teenage years, you think that is good for them to be uh, bogged down, not be in a classroom, out socializing with, with, with people? I mean, it has done tremendous damage. And what kills me is you hear this phrase all the time. Oh, these were unintended consequences of, of our decisions. Unintended consequences means you weren't thinking clearly about what consequences. Everyone was saying two years ago, you can't put kids in, in uh, uh, you know, bottle them up at, at home and, and do Zoom meetings and everything. It's going to cause damage. No, they'll be fine. Now, the same people that said we have to do this are like, well, these were unintended consequences. Unintended consequences mean you're insane and you didn't care. Yeah, I agree. Um, you see it with, uh, I mean, the kids now that are graduating from high school, um, the last three years have been a joke since they were sophomores. They haven't done shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're not prepared to go out in the real world now. They were given an AYSO, everybody plays a uh, trophy as a uh, graduation paper because, you know, if you couldn't do it, that's eh, okay. We'll give it to Let you anyway. Yeah. yeah. Everybody no- passes. Yeah. Everybody passes uh you know they've done away with the testing to go to college am i correct sats are done yeah um basically if you have the money we'll take you <laughs> yeah pay to, so pay to, like the, the entire just like the, the entire game of life pay to play those with yeah. the most get the best shit you know the the those the, the elite among us for sure i mean i i, I have seen you know, you took away sports from kids. You took away, uh, you know, musical performances. You took away just the daily life in a classroom. You made everything, uh, you know, every, you know, the, no, there's no right answer in math. You know, math is racist, apparently. That's what the Oregon governor or school board said. I mean, school boards, Bill, in my opinion, have been at the forefront of ruining this country the past couple of years. School let boards. Me, let me tell you what they did in the Riverside Unified School District. Oh, boy. And- High school graduations, they did away with valedictorians. They did away with castles on the cap. They made everybody the same. You worked hard and you deserved to, to have some type of recognition. No, no. We're going to put you in the same category as the guy who got the 1.50 uh, GPA and barely skated by. Wow. So, so yeah. the ninth best student 
uh, in a class of, of 15, such as myself, uh, is, is the same as the valedictorian? I don't think so. Well, that's according to uh, our good friends over in Riverside. Wow. Everybody's the same. Everyone's, no, it's not equal. We're all equity. We're all equal, equal. I don't even know. This is, this is all uh, spiraling out of control. What, is there going to be a a massive shift to, to, to fix all of this damage or is this the new world order bill? Uh, I firmly believe that all the polls indicate that there's going to be some changes come November. Um, and it'll an, an early indication will be on uh, next Tuesday. What happens with uh, the LA mayor if um, if Mr. Caruso can win it outright with fifty percent plus one? That is a strong, strong um, uh, move to the future on changing that city. Because as we all know, that place is an absolute turd bowl. You, I feel safer. I would feel safer walking the streets in Ukraine than I would downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> I, I was there yesterday, not in Ukraine. I was in downtown Los Angeles and I felt, uh, yeah, that sentiment is, is true. I felt that for sure. You know, head on a swivel. You don't, you don't stop long at red lights. I'm, there's a different way to drive in downtown Los Angeles. I'm just saying uh, it's, a, it's stop signs or suggestions or red lights. You roll through everything because uh, you don't want to stay stationary for too long anywhere. Right, right. The, the police in that city have been completely neutered by the, 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 the fake uh, gov, uh, mayor who is gone, hopefully. And I, I, you know what? He is such a fucking loser, that guy. Don't get me started on Garcetti. I mean, there are so many bad things about him. He's a living lie, okay? The man is a complete phony. He let that city literally go to shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, Caruso is going to win. Okay. He's got, I mean, he's spending $30 million so far of the $100 million he said he's going to spend to become mayor. And he is going to go in there. He is going to clean it up. Um, those, again, he's very rich. He's very powerful. Um, and he'll get things done. Um, you know, hopefully the, the, the sitting sheriff, Villanueva, wins. He's been the only semblance of law and order in that county for the last four years. And everybody thought he was this far to the left, woke, political, uh, you know, leftist sheriff that was going to come in and, and make everything, uh, you know, optional as far as laws goes. He's the only guy that's, done, that's, that's kept law and order in that, in that county. Yeah, so, um, and everybody's taking shots at him to try to get him out of there. Why? I don't know the guy. I mean, he, he's done a good job. He's well liked by his troops and, um, you know, seems to be just a level headed, uh, uh, sheriff doing the right yeah. thing. No, absolutely. He has done a, a lot of great things. He stood up to a lot of the, the wokeism we've seen. Uh, and you know what? Uh, people say, oh, we just come on here and bash uh, the left. I mean, uh, Villanueva is a registered Democrat, uh, uh, to my understanding. Um, but yeah, he's done a great job. And then uh, Rick Caruso, I don't want to spoil the, the, uh, the drama or anything. But one of the reasons that I think he truly can win is because he's running as a Democrat. Because people in, people in L.A. are just like, Oh, Republican? Nope, let's cross the name off. So uh, he's running as a Democrat, probably in name only. I don't want to spoil the surprise or the secret out there, uh, but 
I think it's a bold move that just might work. Yeah, now if we can only get rid of Newsom. <laughs> no chance. Oh, no, he'll be president someday, I think, you know? Well, yeah. I'll, I'll be living in a foreign country when that happens. <laughs> Ukraine doesn't sound so bad if he's in charge. Um, yeah, Bill, this California is just, we, we said it almost every podcast we've ever done, but it's just, it is a barren wasteland. More people leave here, uh, you know, just, they, 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 it's not, it's no fun. This is a no fun state. Oh, we have a surplus. Well, it's because you taxed everyone to death. You ruined small businesses. I mean, when, when Newsom and Garcetti went to the NFC championship game maskless. Okay. It was done for me. I said, you know what? All right. Enough of this. This is anyone who wears a mask after this uh, by, by order or decree from these, from these idiots. Okay. You're being played. You're being lied to stop listening to these people, all of them. But you drive, you drive a car around. I still see these complete fucking morons driving in cars by themselves wearing a mask. Yeah, Bill, it, it is the mask is now. I I don't I, I don't care who this offends. This the mask is a damn religious symbol. This is a it's a crucifix. It's a star of David. Uh, it is it is it is something that people feel secure and safe with it is a god to the godless i swear the the mask the behavior i've seen and the double maskers the double maskers with the face shields i mean these people are sick we're so quick to call out mental illness but yet we don't call mental illness that's right in front of us the mask is 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 sick safety blanket thing i I don't get it it's a pacifier it's 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 just Oh, I, I don't even. It irritates me the most is you still have like people in restaurants that wear them, and if they want to, you know, if you want to wear them, that's fine. You know what I have that that I, you can't win that war. What pisses me off is I can't hear what they're saying. <laughs> I want to say, hey, take the fucking mask off and sound off. I can't hear you. Okay. Yeah. Take a bite of food so you can talk to me. You know, <laughs> you know, pull it down to take a mask. Take it. Take a knee. So I can hear you. And then, you know, I end up, you know, like if I'm at a Starbucks or a coffee place and, you know, they're mumbling under their mask. It's like, you know, they think I'm a nut job because I'm talking loud. Well, I'm talking loud because I can't hear the fucker that's serving me. And it's (laughs) crazy. I know it. I look like the aggressive asshole. Well, you usually are. Well, yeah, but I try not to be. Exactly. I just, it is, it is a, it's not to diminish anyone's faith who does carry around something that, that uh, they feel secure with, or it means something to them, but that is exactly what this mask is. I mean, it is, I, I still see people. I mean, have you had any interaction, interactions with people, Bill, that I was at a, uh, this was months ago. I was at a restaurant with my good friend, Todd, and we went to order something. We pulled our mask down to order. And this woman was behind a glass shield, had a, uh, uh, at the at the, uh, the the register and she had her masks on we like leaned in to order so she could hear us and she like jumped back like we were going to assault her or something i'm going these people this is this is a disease man and i'm not talking about covid yeah i was at a i was at a gas station in inglewood and this was after the mask restrictions were lifted right okay now this wasn't in the nice part of inglewood this was in a kind of a part of inglewood and they have a security guard who's got a mask on at the door. 
I walk in without my mask and he goes, you gotta have a mask. I go, I look at him, I go, says fucking who? I said, I, I go, that law has been re rescinded. Well, it's our company policy. I said, okay, then you go in. I don't have a mask. You go in and get for the gas then. He goes, oh, well, go ahead. So then I go in and now I've got the, the guy behind the counter yelling and screaming at me for the mask. And I said, let me make myself perfectly clear. I go, I go, your, 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 your doorman already yelled at me about a mask. He told me to come in. I need a receipt for number eight. I said, let me tell you something. I will never, ever set foot in this establishment ever again. I go, number one, why I'm here in the first place is, 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 is a, a riddle to me. Second of all, I'll never come here again. I go, you've got more human feces and, and, and crap in your, in your parking lot that I should be worried about rather than wearing a fucking mask inside this place because you're glassed up, you're in a bulletproof freaking uh, uh, cage back here by the cash register, and you're worried about me wearing a fucking mask? I said, you're out of your mind. No, I, I was in uh, down LA, MacArthur Park, right, and, uh, right there by Langer's Deli, and there, there a guy, middle of the, middle of the street, walking in between cars as we're, as we're parked, completely naked, has a blanket on and uh, a crack pipe, just walking around smoking it and uh that's one of many people like that and yeah yeah but we're worried about masks and health and safety get out of here especially you barbara ferrer what, what it's so backwards all we all this all this stuff is it's always look over here so that barbara, you don't look over here looks like remember you know, they have those ugly dog contests where some <laughs> some hairless pekingese with goofy hair is the winner that's what she looks like i i despise that woman under, number yeah. one, it, it's it's um, it, it's it's unfathomable to me that she's a mother, because oh. how could anybody, you know, do anything to make her a mother is beyond me. Okay, number two, how she she is a complete and utter just she likes to make life because her life is so miserable. She likes to make other people's miserable too. She is the complete, complete, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like total party foul, you know? She would show up, a person like her, oh God, it's time. We, we, we gotta go, you know? Yeah. Complete buzzkill, complete buzzkill. Bill, Bill, these people are bored. Uh, they're godless. They have, they have nothing going on in their lives except let's control other people that that is that is all it boils down to remember we used to talk about uh, officiating walking on the field and some guys hey don't don't be the don't be the badge guy hey look at my badge guys look at look at all i control all this don't be that guy when you walk on a field unfortunately we have so many leaders like that especially in la county especially in california who are just like look at look at look at what i i can do i'm an expert i can say and decree whatever i want and we need more people like your gas station experience bill to just be like no, the answer is no. We're not. We're not playing your games anymore. Enough is enough. They are complete egomaniacs, and they they completely sicken me. I, I can't stand them. Yeah, we we need uh, more Bill Barnes's uh, of the world. Bill, I have a question for you. We just had Memorial Day. We're a few weeks away from uh, the Fourth of July. Should be you know extra patriotic times I, I discovered something i kind of thought about something uh you're in a loving relationship now but you've been in some other ones uh have you <laughs> have you ever 
uh, found yourself, you know, you're just, have you ever, you're describing somebody you love, but all you have to, all you ever say is, is negative traits. You have so many more negative traits than good ones. Let yet allegedly, uh, you're, you're in love with the person, right? And why I say this, where I'm going with this is there's so many people nowadays that all they want to do is bash America, how evil it is, all the evil it's done. And yet they allegedly love this country. They won't leave. Uh, it's like American history. All we look at is the negative things and, and don't look at all of the wonderful things America has done and to where it is today. So uh, do you kind of get my analogy there, Bill, or no? No, no, you get way. <laughs> I, 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 you're going, I mean, you're going in every different direction on that. I, I lost you with, um, you're in a loving relationship. It's between Memorial Day and, and the 4th of July. <laughs> Where the fuck All right. Let, let me dumb it down. Let me dumb it down. All right. We've all been in relationships uh, where we're with somebody and all we ever say are bad things about them. And we have people around us who are like, well, why are you in this relationship? That's and I had to tell my, my many times in my experience, you have much more than I, just like, I don't know why I'm an idiot, but I can't walk away. So that's kind of what I meant. I guess at some point in time, misery loves company and you just stick with it. You know, I, God, I, I've never looked at things that way. Yeah. Yeah. But, but apparently, uh, but apparently we do. How was your uh, Memorial day uh, weekend bill? You know, let's say, uh, did you have some extra, extra hot dogs and extra glass of whiskey, or whatever to cheers the, uh, the fallen. How was your weekend? I don't need, I don't need a, a, uh, a holiday to have an extra glass of whiskey. Okay. Amen. Uh, it was pretty low key. Um, yeah, it was kind of just another, just another weekend with Monday off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for Good sure. Mind. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't think about, uh, the, the, uh, you know, the cause of it all or the, uh, the reason for it all, but Hey, that's a whole nother, whole nother thing. Bill, what's, uh, I mean, your life is just, uh, it, it's, a, it seems to be in a much better place than it has in the past, man. You got a, a lovely, uh, lady by your side, you're, you're, you're working, you know, uh, long shifts and, and, and love and life. And I mean, how are things overall? Um, well, I'm above ground. Um, yep. the, the, the government hasn't bankrupted me yet. So <laughs> I just good. I mean, I am kind of tired of, of, you know, going, you know, going by a gas station and see the, the gas gas prices rising like they are. Um, you know, the whole, you know, it's just, what can you do though? I mean, seriously, yeah. you, what, 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 we, what we can do is vote these sons of bitches out of office and bring in some people that will change things. Well, that I mean, is the, that is the get, only way. I mean, you have to just, you can't be, you can't continue to vote for people that intentionally hurt your life. And why people are, talked about misery loving company. Maybe some people are just What's the phrase? A glutton for punishment? I don't know. People legitimately are going to the ballot boxes saying, "Yes, I want to pay seven dollars a gas, a, a gallon in gas. Yes, I want to uh, pay uh, a- astronomical amount for for a steak and, and eggs and chicken or whatever else you buy at grocery stores." I mean, we can't continue to do this. What, what is? What would you have to say to people who have routinely voted, we'll say, a certain way uh, that continues to hurt them? When are they going to wake up? What is the Bill Barnes call to action? My call to my call to action is give me your ballot. I'll I'll fill it out for you. Because <laughs> um, sign here. Let me do the rest. 
I think that happened uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Anyway, no, the, the whole the whole write-in ballot, the whole uh, write-in, the mail-in ballot, that's got to go. And that's why I think they are bringing back the whole COVID thing. Uh, they're doubling down. Um, I think they're going to try to push again in November for mail-in ballots because that's the only chance they have, Bill. Uh, California's lost, but all these other purple states around the country, if they don't turn red in November, then I will know that we are- Well, let me tell you, um, they're going to have to have a whole lot of cheaters and a whole lot of people that are changing votes because it's going to be completely obvious that the country wants change. And when you see- these dipshit Democrats still winning, there's something wrong. There is well, something. Well, what we saw in Georgia uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, you know, all the oppressive restriction, restriction um, voting, new voting bills that have landed in, in Georgia, they didn't seem to restrict many people because more people showed up for, for that election for those primaries than, uh, than have in a long time. So that's a good sign. And I think puts, puts away the narrative about how, uh, you know, voting, Voting restriction bills, uh, voting rights, that's always the fancy term. Uh, you know, the, that seems to not be the case when more people showed up to vote than have in the past. So uh, try again, try again your whole narrative about, oh, IDs are racist or whatever. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing to me the things you have to show an ID for, but you don't have to vote. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. To prove who um, you are. There, there, we need to overhaul the mental health system, mental health uh, uh, program in this country. It is, it, it is abysmal, okay? Um, people, people have to realize that it's not the gun that kills people. It's the person holding the gun. Unless, of course, you're Alec Baldwin when, and he didn't press the trigger, you know. Um, you know, he, he's, he's a mental case in his own right. Um, so... You know, people, I, I get tired of the Democrats saying we've got to uh, restrict guns. Okay, I'll say this. An 18-year-old has no business with a uh, AR-15. That I, that, I, that I have to agree with them on, unfortunately. But I have to agree. An 18-year-old has no business with an AR-15. Um it's there. I mean, it's, that's crazy. They're, how can an 18 year old go in and buy such a weapon? That is, in my in my opinion, completely uncalled for. And I know it's Texas and they do things a whole lot different down there. But still, um, make no, it a little a fair, make it a little more difficult for somebody to do it the other day. It's, it's a fair point. It's a fair point, And it's a point that I think is being discussed more than anything else, because uh, option, you know, the other options are just too extreme one way or another. Um, but the, the pushback on that, obviously, as well, you can serve in the military at 18 or, you know, they, and so, so in the military, no, I think they'll give you one. Yeah. So, and they train you. So look, that's, that's obviously military. Not. They'll train you. Yeah. Not to, not to push you, but um, the, the only thing I got to say to that bill, this is my only, uh, I guess, counter argument to that. And, and there's a part of me that does kind of feel like, like you do there. My only counter argument is that the le- they'd never stop. As soon as they restrict it to 18, they'll wait a year or two. And then they'll restrict it to 21. Then they'll restrict it to 25. Then they'll restrict. That is, they, you've seen this. You, it's a progressive movement. It doesn't stop. You give them one inch 
okay, there's plenty of people who are programmed saying, uh, pro, I should say pro second amendment. We're saying, okay, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll listen to you on that. But, but there's never, there's never the other way, the two way street of, okay, we'll hear you on that comment. They are just extreme. Take it all away, burn it all down. It's never a two way street, a tug, you know, the tug of war as far as uh, compromise. Right. Well, and that's what the Democrats are saying about uh, abortion. They're saying that um, it's going to be, it, it'll be something, it'll be something more after that, where, you know, abortion is a very, very, very tough and sensitive uh, subject. Uh, I will say this, I'll say this, the, the states like California that support full-term abortions are, are nothing but killed. That, that, that in, my, in my opinion, they're, they're killers. That is absolutely unacceptable. Well, at, at some point, uh, you know, my, my belief is that at some point, um, whatever, whatever term, whatever mm -hmm. month, whatever, however you want to, whatever the, the, the timing is at some point, uh, there's another life involved. I mean, right. Exactly. At some that's point. It. And so that that's, is, that is the that. compromise on the subject. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a compromise on the subject is like, uh, people who are say pro-life versus pro-choice pro-lifers, pro-lifers for the most part will be like, okay, that's okay, I believe up to some point, at some point, there is somebody involved, but pro-choicers, it's just like, no, it's always okay. And, and it's just like, well, I don't think that there's never any give and take on, on both sides. Anyway, go ahead, Bill. If you're going to allow a full-term abortion of a, of a fetus at nine months, then at what point are we going to start killing 40-year-old males then? Okay. <laughs> I mean, shit. Uh, let's ask Dr. Ferrer. She knows everything. If it was up to her, uh, she'd probably want to rid the entire county of Los Angeles of white males. You know, <laughs> at what point do we at what point do we say, like you said? I mean, there's always been this opinion on when is life formed. OK, so. We need to come up with something. No, no, that's absolutely that is the fair. That is, to me, a logical it's not restricting, you know, women's rights. It's, it's, it's a, and it is, it's a very sensitive subject. It's a very, uh, it's a topic that is, is tough to talk about. That's why I don't talk about it that often, but like, oh, I, it, oh, I mean, so, so no, I mean, there's gotta be some type of, I don't know. I, I hate to use the word compromise, but there's gotta be some type of middle ground, not in just that subject, but that every, everybody can agree on, but back to guns. That's what I'm saying. If you say 18 year old, okay, I hear you. But it, I guarantee you, as soon as that as that falls, it'll be well. Twenty one year olds they don't need it either, and it's just people are well, so terrified. Thirty five year olds that have no business with one. That <laughs> yeah. goes back to the point of you need a to reform the the our mental health guidelines and and background checks need to be a little more thorough. Red flags need to be completely dealt with and taken seriously. Okay. Well, yeah. Help me with this, Bill. I mean, if you have a criminal record, you can't purchase a fire. Is, aren't there more hoops for you to, to go through if you have a criminal record? Yeah. You can still go out and buy one from a, from a private party or steal one. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, but what, what my point is with everyone wants to, it's, oh, we need to know about their mental health. And we, there were warning signs that we just, we just 
ignored apparently the, the kid put facebook messages and and you know people know and and, and pe- no one says a word because they're to- so afraid of offending someone like hey this dude's a men- little mentally off or hey let's let's lock this kid in a, in a uh, it is in his home for two years rather than go to school i mean these are lack of father in the homes there's all kinds of of other issues involved than the, than the big scary gun that is just a tool or a weapon however you want to deem it um it's it's the bad people that are causing these issues complete deterioration of uh the american way of life yeah bill i gotta ask you since you're much older than me um you know when you were growing up maybe there were a few i'm not just talking school shootings but mass you know mass shootings um to me they didn't seem as 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 not uh, as regular or, or as consistent as they have here the past few years don't we have more gun restrictions these days now than we did i don't know 30 40 years ago how come there weren't more mass shootings back then because you didn't have the decay of the human uh, of the american way of living like you do now uh you didn't have as many um broken homes you didn't have as many people um that were mentally ill um you the one that comes to mind was in 1965 at the university of texas uh you, you had a um I think his name was charles whitman um snapped and went up and, and started uh capping people from a tower in texas and it was a it was a cop and a librarian who climbed up there and took him out and other than that you know there were there were very few because Back then, Matt, back in the 60s and 70s, 50s, you had insane asylums. You had places for these nut jobs. And you didn't, you, I, didn't, I never walked down the street and, and saw the things that I see now. I didn't see people talking to themselves. I didn't see people urinating and defecating on them, walking around naked with a blanket, a crack pipe. Those kind of people were scooped up and put, into, put, put somewhere and given medication. And if you didn't take your medication, you didn't get let out. There was a lot, it was a lot better managed system back then than it is now. Why did, uh, why did, why did that end? Why did, why did uh, that guy, you know, go away? The Arkham asylums of the world, why, why did they uh, stop existing or are they still out there? Ronald Reagan, during his term as president, I think it was his second term, um, released for funding reasons, budget cuts, closed a lot of those places. And all these people were, were, you know, left to go wander the streets. And that's a big reason. That's one of the biggest mistakes he made as president was hmm. closing down mental institutions. That's when you know- saw the increase in street people, homelessness, transients, et cetera, because there's no place to put these people except, you know, under a tree in a, in a cardboard box. Yeah, I mean, can't can't we go back to to that in some way? Build build some I don't know some some shelters because I've seen I've heard a lot of people uh, who are homeless they don't want to go to the shelters because you'll be you know drug tested and too bad you're going. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Enforce vagrancy laws. We don't even, we don't even enforce gun laws. The DA of LA County doesn't enforce um, you know enhancements on 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 gun gun crimes. So yeah. We have these laws on the books, but we don't use them. It's like having these nice, these nice, beautiful um, set of uh, uh, glasses up here, but we never drink out of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I am a firm. 
No, I'm a firm on. believer. We need to make cr uh, crime uh, criminal again. I mean, th this is the district attorney, Los Angeles. First of all, uh, the whole uh, Gascon thing um, that, that that dude is evil. He the, the 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 murderers and rapists that he routinely lets out of prison. Uh, I mean, he's just one example of the types of DA we have. Uh, we, we have to stop this. Oh, just catch and release. No, put him in jail. If there's not more room, build room. We cannot have people just walking into CVSs and stealing things. We've, we've spent billions and billions and billions, hundreds of billions of dollars we've sent to Ukraine to do what? For a dog, to, for a dog to chase his tail, all right? Because that's our way of saying, hey, we, we don't have the balls to come help you fight, but here, take the money. What yeah. a joke. What a fucking right. joke. Well, well, that's the problem with everything. If you throw more money at it, it'll either silence it or, or make it better. Yeah, well, it's... It's done neither. You, you know what's what's killed me, Bill, is to hear some of these families that have uh, suffered uh, re repeated crimes from uh, criminals that have been let out of prison. You know, oh, Gascon let this guy out. He went. What did he do? He murdered someone again. I mean, I, I don't I cannot comprehend how you let out, especially violent criminals. But it starts with the small stuff, Bill. If, if you make stealing a thousand dollars worth of merchandise, just no big deal. I mean, of course, you're going to have more, more, more chaos and anarchy in the streets. If you don't police things, let the police do their job. That's all I'm saying. Let police do their job. Stop defunding them because that hasn't worked at all. No, no, it hasn't. Um, it's amazing to me. Somebody's getting very rich mm. because nobody with any common sense at all is going to go along with this. There's got to somebody's got to be padding somebody's wallet big time somewhere just like the polo how did how did how did nancy pelosi and and the other brain dead one up there uh feinstein how how did they become so rich as public servants yeah it's a good question okay because know. rich big money people uh pad their pocket so the votes will go their way for their for their things and sometimes their things are not good for the masses no, I would say most of the things are not good for the masses and they want to uh, preach unity and, and all that. Remember when that Joe Biden came into office and all they talked about, oh, unity, we're going to unite the country. Meanwhile, we're going to call uh, uh, half the country white supremacists or whatever. You, you, can't have, you can't have both ways. Like you, unity, you have to do something that unites us. You can't constantly be divisive in everything you're saying. They accused, I hate to bring up Trump, but they, they accused him of that all the time. It's like, wait a minute. This is, this is from you guys with the constant pushback and the violence in the streets and all this and that. So uh, I can't believe where we're at, Bill. Bill, we got two, at least two more years of this. Um, it's a scary thought. Uh, yeah, well, hope, you know, the only thing is, is that let them keep shooting themselves in the foot, you know, one of the, you know, and make it so bad, so bad that even the, the staunch Democrat left-wing people who, who love him will end up hating him. We can only hope, you know, I don't know how many times I've been out somewhere where I've, I've talked to someone and they've said, you know what? I really regret not voting for the orange man. <laughs> it's uh, it is interesting. I think there's a lot more people who feel that way now than uh, before, because people didn't like Trump and COVID and, 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 you know, the riots in the streets. They hated all that stuff. That is what push and plus the constant media push. Uh, that was a, a big reason why uh, he was not reelected uh, on paper anyway. Uh, but, um, I, I do think that, 
there's more people. I, I do know this. There's a lot more people that know they made a mistake in at least voting uh, the Biden in than there are people that are like, no, I should have voted for Biden. This this is great, you know? Yeah, and all the people out there now, we're the ones that, that were bad-mouthing Trump and Biden this, Biden that, he's great. They're silent, man. You don't, you don't hear them saying, bravo, President Biden. Great to see <laughs> you. don't hear that, man. They are, they are dug in and embarrassed. 81 million people. 81 million, Bill. Where are they? I, I, I know they're on the roads because there's plenty of traffic still. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible to me. Yeah. How chaotic people can be. Well, we'll see. November, I'll tell you what, uh, maybe, let's see, it's May, and we had John, uh, let's see, New Year's Eve of 2021 to say goodbye to that awful year. Uh, let's have you on maybe another time here near the end of the summer, kind of building up to the uh, midterms. Right. And I will guarantee you this, if the Republicans take control of both houses, Joe Biden, Joe Biden is in trouble. They will investigate him. They will put, they will, they will do everything they can to put him out of his misery politically because between him and his kid and all the shady shit he's done, you'll, you'll see, you'll see congressional hearings on him. I mean, I mean, and they will pay, they will pay back in spades what that man has done. Trust me. Oh yeah. Well, I thought all that was false, Bill. I thought all that was, uh, it was, you know, censored the story and you know, that's not true. That's just a right-wing talking point, wasn't it? wrong <laughs> hey help me with this real quick and i'll let you go soon i promise uh you know anytime you hear the uh, the left really get frustrated or they really uh, lash out uh I, I hear this word all the time and i i kind of know what it is but i really don't i hear oh that's just QAnon. that's QAnon talking points i know a ton of conservative people bill i don't know anybody who who is affiliated or even really knows what QAnon is have you heard people throw this term out oh, that's just QAnon. I don't know QAnon. I don't know who they are. They're, they're small. Well, allegedly, allegedly, they were the folks that 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 little handful of folks that decided to go scale the fence uh, at, on January sixth. You know, they they they. You know, again, it's a loosely um, used word on anybody who disagrees with. Oh, you're QAnon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly well that's what the left does they just smear they just throw it they don't argue they don't debate they're just like oh, oh you're queuing on yeah yeah labeling people i thought the, i thought you weren't supposed to label people uh you know derog- well, that doesn't seem right that abide by them the democrats obviously rules don't pertain to democrats yeah the left-leaning um progressives like uh you know the lunatics that that uh hopefully will get ousted very very soon Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I'm curious when when they are out of office, if they continue to, uh, if they if they no longer use you know armed armed uh, protection, armed security, or if they purchase their own, because uh, you know that's that's quite a perk for them to have and, and smear you know gun owners around the country who uh, are so law abiding citizens and such. But anyway, that's just that's just my point there. Uh, Bill, this has been so much fun, man. It's been a few months. I hope to have you back on soon. I know the audience is probably thrilled. I can't wait for the feedback. Maybe we probably lost a few listeners with our with our topics, but I hope to see you again very soon, man. You know, yeah, um, that'd be great. You know, I, I I just needed to you know come in and vent a little bit because there's been yeah. some. Th-
in the past couple of weeks that are just really, really screwed and um, get it off your chest and, and um, try to make um, the world we live in a better place. But, you know, you and I can't do that alone. I mean, we need some help, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, we, we look to our elected leaders to do that and they are failing miserably. Miserably. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, like I said, we don't do weekly anymore, but maybe, you know, once every couple months, man, uh, I'm sure you'll have to uh, blow out more of your system here uh, soon. And Bill, I don't know if you heard, I'm starting a new podcast. that's specifically Rio Hondo prep athletics content called the charge to keep that way. We have kind of separate, but equal uh, uh, jurisdiction with the podcast. Can you see the excitement in my face? I'm bringing you to a game this year, a Friday night football. You're going to, you're going to block one of those Friday night trips that I know you, you do a lot of, and, and you're going to come with me to a real Hondo prep football game. Yeah, I can hardly wait. Um, <laughs> that sounds really, really, really exciting. <laughs> hey Bill, uh, let's uh, get together soon and I'll even let you buy the first round, man. Fair enough. Sounds great, man. See you right. soon. See ya. Billy Barnes does it again here on the Get Home Safe podcast. Uh, he absolutely delivered. We hit it hard, covered a lot of different subjects and topics. And uh, man, hopefully you guys had some laughs in there. Uh, sound quality was a little rough early on, but we got through it. We got through it. And uh, here we are. So Bill Barnes, we're going to try to not wait another five, six months before he comes back on the podcast again. Like I said, we're shooting for maybe the end of summer. But uh, yeah, guys on on who listen to this, who love Bill, uh, definitely shoot me a, a message or two, maybe uh, just to tell me your thoughts on on Bill Barnes, what subjects you liked, what uh, what was your favorite part, or just uh, things about Bill you you like, or, or even you dislike. That's all good too. Uh, on the Spotify app, uh, there's a there's a question I post every episode regarding, hey, what was your favorite topic? So if, if uh, you Spotify listeners. Uh, or watchers now, because you can watch our podcast on Spotify now, as well as YouTube. Uh, there's that option there for you, as well as at the bottom of the episodes, plenty of uh, places there to leave a voice message, to uh, click on links to learn about the podcast. A uh, lot of options here on the Get Home Safe podcast. Bill Barnes, it used to be weekly, and uh, that was a lot of fun. This was our 76th time recording together. So it's been a while since, uh, let's see, New Year's Eve of 2021, but we brought him back. And uh, he was ready to, to let loose. And I think he absolutely did. So let's get him back on more. That's going to come from the fan, the fan demand, right? The more I hear from people, the more I can tell Bill, hey, the people need you, Bill. The people absolutely need you. Bill Barnes, we will see you very, very soon. Guys, that will wrap up this week of episodes on the Get Home Safe podcast. Happy month of June. It's crazy that the, the summer is here. And uh, we'll have more, more episodes next week. I will be back on Tuesday for a solo show like I do most weeks uh, on Tuesday, recording probably Sunday or Monday at some time. And then I'll have another guest for you on Friday. I've already recorded one. So we'll have that ready to go for you guys next week. And as I mentioned earlier in the week, I may be shutting down the uh, guest portion of the podcast uh, starting next month on Fridays, just to uh, give a little more time and energy and effort into the upcoming podcast I have, A Charge to Keep, which focuses on the Rio Hondo Prep football season, plus to give me a little bit of a, of a summer break, if you will. But uh, we'll see how it goes. If I, if I keep getting great guests on here, then maybe I'll just keep it going. So anyway, that's just an update on the podcast. Be sure to uh, follow us on social media, not just 
get home safe, but the a charge to keep podcasts on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, our email, get home safe podcast at yahoo.com or get home safe pod at gmail.com. Either one of those will work. And uh, if you need information from me regarding the upcoming podcast this summer, let me know. You guys know how to get a hold of me. Hopefully, I hear from a lot of you here in the upcoming weeks. Guys, have a great weekend. Summer is here. Graduations going on all around me. And I'm really excited about the summer coming up. And it just uh, hopefully some hope here as we roll into uh, the fall, if you know what I mean. So, guys, thanks for joining me today. Bill Barnes, I appreciate you, man. I hope to see you very, very soon. But, guys, as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, Get home safe.